What's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts and welcome to the V-Twin Life here on YouTube. We talk motorcycles powered by those V-Twins, what fuels our passion, why you enjoy it so much. V-Twin Life is brought to you by these two great companies, Crash Ink Clothing and Wild Ass Seats. Hey, you want to add some comfort to your ass when you're out riding, whether you're a 400 mile guy or maybe a guy that's pushing a thousand plus or female rider for that matter, hey, check out wild-ass.com and add some comfort to your ass. Can't forget Crashing Clothing, that Northwest brand out of the Pacific Northwest. Hey, these guys got a lot of great stuff from t-shirts to hats, raincoats, you name it. Hey, they can get you covered. Check out CrashingClothing.com. Now, let's dive into another milepost of the V-Twin Life. Okay, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another milepost on the V-Twin Life. Tonight marks milepost 53 with we got hells on two wheels my buddy bry coming in tonight and hey, it's gonna be a good time i like that intro hey thank you man hey thanks for coming on tonight dude by the way <laughs> no problem no problem did you get james earl jones to do that intro that's a little too uh, professional for you uh, hey i felt you know, uncomfortable uh you know i got this guy you know he's a great coach he's really been helping me out behind the scenes <laughs> i kind of feel like it was an old bell landing commercial where he's right over Hells for just twenty nine ninety five a month. You can have the ultimate in long distance calling. <laughs> oh man! Hope all you guys here in the chat are doing good. Hey, if you got questions, be sure to post them up, and uh, we'll get those posted up. So, hey, let's dive in now. So, hey, where did uh, when did you start riding? You know, where did it come into life for you when you got on two wheels? Like five years old. I started so like me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a kid that did bicycles for a short amount of time and then my dad's like here's a motorcycle that was ruined for life it was done because I, I figured out chicks love motorcycles so i stuck to it hell yeah that's why denver rides that's right no i mean you're the chick oh <laughs> <fuck> off <laughs> so do you actually remember what your first bike was yeah pw80 I see which you know going the ammo. I remember my first one was actually the old fucking thing was like a 78 77 Yamaha MX80. Yeah, yeah, a little slow ass bike. And oh, then, yeah, and then I went to a YZ85 and it just built from there. So, what was your first street bike? <clears throat> a Gixxer 1000. Oh, there you go. That's most people go to get their license for a car. I went to get my license for a motorcycle. Hey, why not? Yeah, I, I was the I was the kid that had the motorcycle that the parents were like, "Don't ride with him. Don't hang out with him." <laughs> Boy, were they right? Hey, but it's all fun. Um, yeah, Jixer one thousand. Uh, I did sport bikes for a long time, and then um, <clears throat> excuse me after my. First deployment, that's when I got my first Harley. And boy, I was missing a lot. Because <laughs> sport bikes are fun. But, oh, they are. But man, you can go slow and check out a lot better scenery on a Harley. So. Well, thank you for your service. Which branch were you? Air Force. Very nice. Yeah, thir 13 years in the Air Force. Oh, oh nice. nice. Dang. Thank you. What was your first Harley? It was a deuce. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, it's on the channel. I think it's on the channel. Like one of the first videos I ever put up on our YouTube channel. Um, I got I got it up there. 
But uh, yeah, I, that that's the motorcycle made me fall in love with Harley. I I like that long profile. <clears throat> I like the uh, cut fender instead of the duck bill fender, and I I think they kind of ruined it when they tried to do uh, what was the what was the other one? The rocker when they came out the rocker and they were trying to do that style with the yeah. rocker. Yeah, I think they kind of ruined. So was the Deuce actually the first Harley you ever rode? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Right. The worst handling Harley they ever made. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my first was a, a goddamn 68 or 69 shovel head. It was actually the original cop bike from the town where I live. And my stepdad had bought it. I can remember the day he bought it. He came home. He's like, you got to check out the new Harley. And you walk out to the truck and there's like 16, 17 boxes. I'm like, uh, you know, I think I was nine, ten years old. I'm like, okay. And shit, it wasn't a couple weeks later. I mean, he was riding down the road. And that was, a, I think I rode it. I was like 14. We had a bunch of property, a big circle driveway. And I remember the first time I rode, all I could think was, fuck, don't drop it. Don't drop it. I was fucking terrified. It's like, fuck, I dropped this. He's going to kick my ass. <laughs> Crystal, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good. Sorry to get you when you're right off work. That's okay. Hey, yeah, thanks for coming on tonight. Won't you answer the question? When did you get into riding? Yeah, when when did you uh, get the passion for Life on Two Wheels? April. <laughs> I bought my April. first bike in February and <clears throat> took my class in April. Well, really, the passion came from me. Cause let, let me tell you a little story of how we met. Okay, let's get to that. Drew the brings the passion. Yeah. Well, I did I did take my learners like when I was 16, but I never did anything with it because right. I was broke. All right. So I'll tell you this wonderful story. We still don't know how we met, like the beginning of it, but we were on Facebook Friends, that Facebook Friends thing. And she was going to go to Sturgis with her friends, and she was going to ride on the back of a motorcycle. <clears throat> so she hit me up, knowing I had a motorcycle, and was like, hey, can you take me for a ride? You see this right here? Well, I did pass up on it. I was like, no, nah, my back's hurting. I told her no. And I said, okay, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And then like 15, 20 minutes later, I'm like, ah, I better do this. So I did. And uh, we met at the gas station. It was romance at first sight, the uh, pump number six. Pump Romance at pump number six. Yes. And Meeting a stranger at a gas station. What could go wrong? Right. I didn't think of, as I was sitting there, I was like, what the fuck? This is everything you're not supposed to do. This is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> she comes over, gets on the bike, and uh, I immediately got on the interstate. And, well, two miles on the interstate. I was like, let's see what she's made of. I hammered down, rolled up 130, split tractor trailers at 130 because I was going to see what she would do. She didn't move, didn't hit, didn't scream. So I was like, huh. <clears throat> so I took her down to my favorite watering hole. We talked for a while. And it was later at night. I just looked at her and I said, I don't fucking need you. And she looked at me and said, like, I don't fucking need you either. And we've been together ever since. Well, that's a fucking great intro. And they say romance is dead. Exactly. <laughs> What are they? I like it. 
So all for all you young, just remember that line. You tell them you don't need them, they want you even more. <laughs> yeah, and don't don't meet strangers at gas stations. It's not a good idea. <laughs> Although sometimes the conversation at gas station can actually, you know, you can spark <laughs> up for a while and it can last for a while. Yeah, but all I ever heard from her was like, I just knew what your face looked like. I didn't know if you're tall or short or fat or skinny or. You had a hat and sunglasses on. I really had no idea what you look like. That's true. I had like a witness protection picture on my profile. (laughs) And you never sent me a picture or nothing. Like I. I never even hit on you. No, nothing. I would just be like, hey, nice pick or hey, it looks like fun. And we really do not remember how we became Facebook friends. So that's funny. That's a comical one. Love in the digital age. Well, that's pretty much our life. That's how our life is. It's a train wreck that we call adventure. <laughs> so, what bike were you riding at that time? Was that the Deuce or? No, I had the Street Glide at that time. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I love that Street Glide. I ran the crap out of that thing didn't i oh yeah i love that bike yeah <clears throat> but uh i started blowing base gaskets and um we went down to the dealership one day and i went in there to talk about buying new parts and next day i know she's in there dealing on a new bike so hey whatever works right. yeah new parts or just upgrade the whole thing that's her well i'm just worried about you and you just i don't want anything to happen and break down so is that so that was that was the bed that was what then the rogue light? Yeah, that's the one I have now. Very nice. Oh look, again we got two guys with a shark nose and that odd guy out with a bat wing. I love bat wings, but I prefer my shark nose. Oh, I do too. I'm just I'm I'm making fun of Bry at the moment. I was yeah. all for it, and then the dealer told me, you know, <laughs> he wanted thirty six K for a leftover bike and I laughed and walked out. Ah, fuck, I don't blame you. What do you do? That sounds like a good deal for a new Harley. What? (laughs) Yeah. The only thing more expensive than Harley right now is crack. It was was ridiculous. I was like, the guy's giving me this whole big story. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, there's cheaper dealers. I'll be back. Or not, I should say. Prices up here in Western Washington, they're actually pretty freaking good right now. Not here. It's cheaper to buy a brand new one than a used one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was new, but it was a leftover. And the guy was trying to tell me that there was a $3,000 markup on it. I'm like, you're drunk. Go home. <laughs> I bet there is to your pocket. Exactly. Yeah. You ain't gonna, you're not going to tell me we're going to be in the same predicament in two years. We're not. So I'm not sitting here paying three grand more for a bike. Yeah. yeah. I apologize for interrupting you. You were telling these great guys about you riding a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah, so what actually, Crystal, what are you riding now? I have a currently have a low rider S 2020 low rider, 2020 low rider S, and then we put a zippers 460. I can never remember 465 or 468 cam in it, 468 cam, and a whole bunch of other shit. So (laughs) she leaves that part up to me. She's just like, I want to go fast, I want it to sound like potato, potato. Yeah, that's that's. That's what I want. And I tell him to tell him what I want to give me the most sound. And um, so that's what I got. Nice. Well, I say, oh, go ahead. 
actually, she called, she texted me and told me that you got to realize this is her first bike. That's what she learned to ride. She learned to ride on. And before she even rode a motorcycle, she was going to tell them to go ahead and bump it up to 128 and put something like I run in my road glide. I was like, ah, let's back this up here. <laughs> hey, go big or go home. So it's still, it still does pretty good. It's pushing, what, 130 horsepower and... We're 130 horsepower, 131 foot-pounds of torque. Nice. nice. On that little bike. Oh, it's, it's a ripper. It's fun. But oh, I don't it, doubt is, it. it is for sale. Anybody in the chat or on here, it's for yeah, sale. It's for sale. Because she's going to go up to the big boy bikes. Yeah. I'm, so thinking, I'm thinking I was going to get the Lowrider SST, um, but I sat on the Road Glide ST, and now I'm <laughs> thinking about it just because um, we do long distance rides and I need somewhere to put my own shit. Makes a- sense. AKA shoes. Everything, just just whatever whatever I may need. No. So, and I get tired of taking the backpack on and off the bike, you know, because I got to carry it in, so people don't steal all my shit. See, that's what's nice about the baggers. I mean, even you, you get the hard bags, whether you you know you can get the quick detached trunk and you know a shit ton more storage, depending how long you want to go. You got a ton more room to push it, and you can lock it and secure. Or on the other flip side, which is the biggest thing that, you know, when I went to the bagger was having the hard bags because you start riding distance, you're going to end up hitting weather and getting somewhere where you hit some shitty rain, but getting that destination, knowing that you got something dry to put on to me was a huge fucking deal. Oh, she already does. I got four foot of luggage. She's good. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. But I got to say, what I love what you guys are watching some of your videos, having people sign the old gas tank that you had on it and hanging, that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, where I wrecked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started that because where I wrecked it when I was learning. Yeah, uh, yeah. tell everybody about that story too there, Walt. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to hear about how you dented the tank. Well, um, I decided I wanted to make uh, be talk of the trailer park. So my aunt lives in one of those 55-year-old communities in Florida and I was riding down through there and I dumped it in the ditch upside down. And uh, so I walked back and I tell him, he's like, you're back already. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, how'd it go? I was like, I wrecked the bike. And he's like, no, you didn't. Did you? I was like, uh, (laughs) you hear it? He's like, Oh fuck. So yeah. We almost didn't get to ride in Daytona at all last year, but he was able to patch the bike up enough to to get us through the week. So right now I'm going to plug Rick Rack uh, GoPro mounts because that was the only thing that didn't break. <laughs> <laughs> My handlebar's bent. Everything else bent, broke, but the GoPro mount, it stayed. But and was here's it the- running when it happened is the key. No, <laughs> that's what the thing. I forgot to turn it on. Oh. The record button wasn't pushed. Yeah. Oh damn! I was like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great content. I'm like, oh, I wasn't recording. Oh. But yeah, so um, I started in. I took my class in April. I I really didn't have much practice. I rode what for a few hours in Texas, 
maybe two or three hours in, um, oh, where were we? Lincoln National Forest in New Mexico. Done a couple little short rides, an hour or two here and there. I rode to work every day, which was like a 15 minute ride. And then here we, I decide, this is my grand idea. I'm going to go. It's always her grand idea. <laughs> just let everybody know. I'm going to ride five states, 1,500 miles in five days all the way around the Grand Canyon. So nice. That's that was my that's how I learned to ride is we went on that big trip and then we did it again in Colorado. So um, in six months, I'm up to about 8000 miles. Nice. Very nice. Ten states. I had a friend that went down the Grand Canyon. He, I think it was a North Rim. He woke up, you know, before sunset or before sunrise, excuse me, and sat up on the edge of the canyon and watched, you know, listened to all the animals and everything and watched the sun come up over the canyon. So it was just absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah. You got to go see the big washout at least once in your life. Yep. It's well, on my list for sure. Now, you want to see a really good washout is in Colorado, Black Canyon. We actually enjoyed it more. We thought it was prettier. Yep, than the Grand Canyon. Hmm. I'll have to put that in. Remember that one. Check it out. Yeah, so so you can make a little trip. You go ride the Million Dollar Highway and then stay on fifty, yeah. and you can go over and hit Black Canyon, ride Black Canyon. So, nice. Then you end up over in Colorado Springs where uh pike's peak is yep um oh yeah pike's peak holds a special place in my heart i used to, i hill climb for a long time and it's not exactly a hill climb but they call it the world's largest hill climb but you know so one yeah, thing to I check rode, out i rode it this year i rode up pike's peak they say what's the other one it's just off to the side of it is evans i think it's evans peak it was actually uh, taller and right next to it and People have a lot of awesome things to say about that one. We didn't get in, or we lost our footage of that ride of the Black Canyon. But if you go to um, Disruptions, his page, he put out a video on it. Oh, oh okay. Nice. Yeah, she got pulled over by the police. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get pulled over by the police this year, but she did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I tried. I'm not going to say I didn't put my college effort into it. But I guess they just, I was an equal opportunity and they just let me go. Just better try harder. <laughs> well, they, they can't try it. harder. I'm doing burnouts and yelling at them while they're sitting there. Like, how much harder can he'll, I get? He'll get up beside them and then take off just to egg them on. Like, just to try to get them to jump. And they don't. Or they'll be on the side of the road. Like, they're getting back in their car and I'll buzz them, doing over 100 just to get them to. I get Something. bored. It's the ADD kicks in. I get bored. <laughs> but I didn't even know the cop was like chasing me because I had my head, you know, my music in my helmet. And I thought I heard it and I wasn't sure. So I just kept on trucking along and I happened to see a um, seen, uh, overlook and then he pulled up behind me. And then that's when I realized he was actually pulling me over. Oh, that's all. Oh, Drew's got game. So what you're saying is hell on two wheels is she rides harder than you do. That's <laughs> some funny shit. 
That's funny. All I can say is my wife brought the bigger bite than most of you guys. So. <laughs> uh. He loves to say that. Just to... Especially the hipsters that roll up on their little 83s. Then I'm like, ah, my, my wife rides a bigger bike than you guys. He's just being rotten. That's funny. That is funny. I like it. I don't, I, I didn't, they shouldn't even pull over Harley. It's America. Just let it go. You should be able to do whatever you want. Now, you guys enjoy, you know, a lot of packing up and touring for, you know, multi day rides. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's the one thing we love to do the most. I mean, We'll go and we'll go rallies and cruise and stuff, but we enjoy just hitting back roads and towns and just seeing not normal America. You know what I mean? Like stuff that the kind of interstates took away. I prefer, I actually prefer the long trips and going somewhere we've never been um, and exploring the area way more than rallies. Yeah, I think I'd see that. Touring on the back highways, you know, the old two lanes is the only way to go. I mean, I get it. There's times where we all got to hit the super slab. Sometimes, you know, there's no other route. You got to get it for a little bit. But touring the back highways is the best way to go. Well, Finding those small towns, yeah, you know, mom and pop places to eat and just enjoying it. Especially out west. <laughs> now, I might get a little philosophical on you here. but Go for it. Like, especially out west where you get to see – the age of the northern continent with all the rocks and everything. And these little towns are basically ghost towns now. And I like to stop and sit there and think about what it was like before the interstate came through and ruined this town. You know, what mm-hmm. was life like? How, how simplistic and everybody was just happy to be there and enjoy each other's company. So that's just me being so philosophical about stuff. Sometimes I get out in left field, just to let you guys know. There's a- I mean, there are towns like that. I mean, I live out in western Washington. I mean, I'm right by the ocean. And, you know, I can head east, go over the Cascades, and there still are some of those small towns that are, I don't want to say intimate, but it is. It's like a time forgotten. Yes. Where those it's just still towns. the old style and where, you know, modern America in a way still hasn't hit them. Well, I I like it because to me it it's um, freedom. Um, I like being just out there on the road with no schedule, no. I don't know. We can just ride until we get tired. I'm oh, quite frequently we stop and sleep um, on the concrete for a few hours and keep on going and. I'm okay with that. I know there's a lot of a lot of people, a lot of female, even backseat riders that are not okay with that. And to me, that's that's living, and it's a part of the adventure. Well, sometimes it's fun to pick a destination. Okay, you know, I want to be. Let's say, you know, for me, I'm going to wash. Okay, I want to get down to Silver Springs, down to Colorado. I know where I want to go. And I don't care the destination that I take. That's my ending goal. Now I'm just going to ride. Eventually, I'm going to get there, whether it's two days, three days, or you know how the you know weather, whatnot, or how the ride's going to go. I'm going to enjoy the ride, and all I know is in a couple of days that's where I'm going to end up, and I'm just going to ride. And being uncomfortable is just part of the adventure. Part of yeah, it's part of the adventure. 
Yep. And that's and that's okay. Because I can tell you now, they don't make a damn seat. They'll last the miles that we put in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I will plug it, Brian. Don't worry. Well, here Go it ahead. comes. Here it comes. Do Try. I need a wild ass for my wild ass? Dude, it makes a huge difference. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> They're freaking amazing. They are. They they make a difference. I'll get it. I mean, that's been a great a great product to try out, and I'm fucking highly impressed. Yeah, what's we, well, we're riding twenty four and thirty six hours straight. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a lot of the you know these high endurance riders. I mean, yeah, go home, can riot, Chris Hopper. I mean, they've all got introduced to the you know met up with Craig and got introduced to Wild Ass, and dude, they fucking swear by them. They don't ride without them, and you know, I was able to get in touch with them and whatnot. And as things progressed, it became part of it and sent me some to try out. And the most awesome thing that I can say is they sent me a pair. They sent me two of them to start with. And Craig, who had found the podcast list to and knew that my best friend, you know, my greatest riding partner was my dad. We do a lot of miles together. We enjoy riding together. And he got a hold of me. He goes, hey, he goes, I'm going to send you a couple wild asses. I'm like, awesome. He goes, but there's one condition. I'm like, okay, what's that? He goes, I've been listening. He goes, you know, your favorite riding partner is your dad. You guys log a lot of miles. I'm like, well, we do. He's like, yeah, well, one of these is for your dad and the other one's for you. And he's actually also sent one for my wife now. And, dude, they're freaking amazing. And what I like, he goes, I got them last year. I mean, I had them for a few months before I even – said a word about him and that was part of him he's like i don't want you plugging this or saying a damn thing about my company until you put some miles on it he goes get a few thousand miles in the saddle and then you can talk about it he goes other than that he goes i don't want you mentioning us or saying anything until you actually can put some time and understand you know feel the comfort i'm like hey all right and i'm fucking sold on him i won't ride without him honestly what uh, what seat do you guys ride now I, I run a Lay Piera, and she runs a Corbin. Now, I don't have any problem on my bike when I ride. Um, i done 800 miles in 13 hours, and I had no problem with my seat. Um, however, when I ride on the back with him, um, I, I it's actually much more difficult. It's the vibrations! <laughs> Actually, uh, actually, on the Heine, no. The feet, yes. His bike vibrates so much. Literally, it when we get off, it feels like there's been a jackhammer in my feet. Like my, the, I mean, it just. That's not it, the only time she said that phrase. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> but, oh. but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we. It's yeah that it it does vibrate a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're talking about motorcycles here. Um, so what else do you guys want to know? I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty much like a fart in the wind. Like we have <laughs> no plans. Like we just live life and exist and do whatever. Well, that's all you know. The fun of the adventure. I mean, I, I've watched some of your videos and they're saying, you know, you're, you do the traveling nurse and whatnot, so you guys get to move around the country, see a lot of different sites, and, you know, get to check out everything. 
by your job, you know, because you guys move frequently, which in a way is really cool because you get the opportunity to see a lot of America where a lot of people in that normal job, you know, you live and you'll spend 20, 30 years in that one area where you guys are fortunate enough to get to travel around because of the career you have and you get to see America from behind the bars. And yeah, that's awesome. It's a little, it's a little, um, it's not as easy as people think it is. I mean, you get to see the glamorous side of it because we do get to, you know, see a lot of places and, and I get time off and things like that. Um, but some of the negatives are you live out of, out of a suitcase. I mean, all the time you don't have any, I mean, we don't have our own bed or, um, but that's about to change. That's, that's about to change. I mean, but you don't realize how much you miss those things until, until it's gone. And that I could understand. Um, but we just, we haven't released it yet, but we just bought a fifth wheel. So we just released it now. Yeah. And, and there it is. <laughs> and there it is. Boom. Very nice. went podcast, the big announcement. Yeah. It's, hey. it's coming. The video will, when we get it, we'll make a video and everything. But yeah, we officially just bought a fifth wheel that will nice. be home base now to drag around. Now, well, is that going to be, is that, that going to be your, for me? Yeah. So is that going to be your living quarters? That is home. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And the other thing was just to have, like, if we're out somewhere and one of you guys are like, hey, I want to come ride. Well, we got a place. Like, you don't have to worry about finding a place. Like, come on. Gotcha. We got a place yeah. for you. Yeah, we're across. We're on the other side, and you're like, if I'm headed that way. I'm going through there, and you need a night to crash. Then Yep. There's Six a queen back. <laughs> Very yeah, 62 nice. had a great question for you. He, he was curious, what did you do when you were in the Air Force? Well, I started out as a crew chief. Nice. Also cross-training the EOD. Um, I did flight engineer, and then I finished out as a firefighter. Oh, very cool. Oh, I wanted to be a firefighter to begin with, but when I went in, they didn't have any slots open. So you have to buy your time. And one mm-hmm. second, so I was like, all right, I'll work on it airplanes and then when you work on airplanes and like they go poach like the good crew chiefs to become flight engineers because they don't actually have to train them because they already know airplanes so that was a bump and pay and then finally a slot came over and i became a firefighter very cool yeah six two so he was a chief was a crew chief on a c-141 oh back in the day c-141s um I started out on C-17s, and I went over to C-130s, and that's when I became a flight engineer on C-130s. And I don't know, I've been about everywhere. I did f- four tours, one in Iraq, three in Afghanistan. Impressive. So what does a flight engineer do? Sorry for my ignorance. Uh, you, sit, you sit back in this thing, and you press buttons, and you do this, and you tell them about to run out of gas, and if they don't learn how to drive that thing, you're going to wreck, and so it's like driving with my wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, oh, really. I hope Kate's not tuning in, bro. But like the flight crew for a C-130, you have pilot, co-pilot. You got a flight engineer. He kind of sits in the center back between them. And your job is to maintain all the systems. Okay. Make sure that the fuel, the plane stays balanced with the fuel. You might have to transfer and do that. Make sure all the electrical systems are working. You just... You're, you're you're maintaining the systems for them, so they just focus on flying the aircraft. 
Very nice. Yeah, Harley Fatboy, he used to fly C-141s between the Marshall Islands and Hawaii for years, he says. I, about the funnest one, I don't know. What's, I got so many stories. Like, I was a horrible airman. Like, I was a dirtbag airman. Like, <laughs> I, I felt bad for my commanders and supervisors because, like. I step out for a second here. I, I, I say this to everybody. Everybody that talks about military. Like I was, don't do what I, what I did. It's kind of one of those things. Like they put up with me because I was good at my job, and that's mm-hmm. the only reason why they put up with me. Now, if I sucked at my job, I'd probably been kicked out. Hey man, that's, you gotta do what you gotta do. But that was before all the PC stuff came in. So yeah, well that ruined everything. It really did. I, I was trained by like the Vietnam guys, so like. If you were like one of these new guys with their mouse, they would just took you up behind the hangar and just beat the crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. So are we going to see the, uh, Crystal, are we going to see the Roguelite ST or are you are you um, pretty sure I'm, that's what you're buying? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really on the fence now. I, I you're going to buy a Goldwing like Smitty. I get it. No. <laughs> but, no. But she gets There's hit. No touch the fuck the ground there's there's yeah. no way i can't even touch the ground on the road glide so i have to change the seat. oh that's right because it's shorter the st is yeah no it's taller it's, a, it's, it's actually an inch taller. yeah it's weird it's an inch taller it's oh okay yeah it, it, you're right because wait what? you have a yours house is what the special or the yeah, one's special okay okay yeah but the ST is actually already comes with the 13 inch suspension. That's what I have, yeah. But the ergonomics and the way they redid the seat and the way you sit everything, it, it it's actually shorter on you for, on your stance. That's but interesting. I have to, I'll have to order custom shocks just to. It, it's it, it's just to test ride it. Yeah, it's weird. One of these things like the STs look the same, and it's like they just did little changes. But the actual ergonomics of these bikes are completely different. The way it's interesting. The, yeah. way the, the way the rider sits on the bike is completely different. Yeah. It's actually a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I know having the 13s is huge. I mean, the Limited's also got the bigger, the thicker, I don't know what the word is, but it, it's a much more cushier ride with that. Yeah. I, I went, yeah, I went to the 13s when I redid my suspension. And I was, I was always complaining. I'm not dragging anymore. I like dragging. I like dragging yeah. my stuff. Well, I got, I had footage, had footage. Um, and I was watching it. And it, the, the camera was on her bike and she was up behind me when I was going around a turn. Thank God I went to the 13s. I would have been tearing the bottom out of my bags because I was close to dragging on 13s. Jeez. Damn. <laughs> so what made you want to take the whole YouTube adventure? Family. Huh? Just like, right. and it's turned into we're glad we did it because we've met so many awesome people and where we travel so much that means we we're always near somebody we know or a friend or get to meet a new person or something because because of this community the motorcycle community is awesome as a whole i mean the whole thing it, it's amazing to be a part of and you know i've been fortunate enough and you know my time between motorcycles dirt coming to the road it seems that whether you're on dirt or you're riding on the road the motorcycle community as a whole is is an awesome you know community to be part of 
you know, whether giving you the shirt off the back, literally, I mean, parts for your bike, you broke down somewhere, or, you know, racing on the dirt, they're pulling parts off their bike to put on yours because, hey, they might be done for the day, but you're not. And, you know, I've ran of that before and it's, it's awesome. Right. And because of that, I got, I mean, I got close friends now. Like El Buffalo is a great example. So we were going to the Albuquerque. There nobody out there. Nobody. Well, he just started following us when we were in Texas doing all that stuff. And got to meet him. And I, could, I, I couldn't be more thankful for them, not meeting them and Miss Buffalo. And not only were they great to us, but they were great to my son. And, I mean, they even bought him Christmas gifts, you know, oh, that's before nice. we left. And oh, that's awesome. Us too, and so we. I mean, that was very unexpected, and he, he's a, it, it meant a lot. He is a wealth of knowledge. Don't let him fool you. He doesn't talk a lot. He's a you. good dude. When he talks, you better be listening because it's going to be some good knowledge there. Because because he he figured me out right from the bat. Like I'm not one of these. I'm a very what do you want to say asshole. Yes. <laughs> she didn't even hesitate. Very blood. Just put it out there. He's a he's a fucking asshole. But I love him. Okay. Well, there you I'm, go. I'm just one of those friends, like, just because I don't like, because I say something doesn't mean I don't like you, but I'm going to fuck, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. Like, there's not going to be anything if, you know, if I think it's stupid, I'm going to tell you it's stupid. It might not be stupid to you, but it'll be stupid to me. You never have to question where I stand on anything. And a lot of people don't know how to take me because I'm very blunt and open and loud about stuff. And he figured it out, and we become best friends. Because, as I say, he usually lets me go, and then gives me the words of wisdom to pull me back in. <laughs> That's funny. He's yeah. such a great guy. His wife's wonderful too. Yep, she's a hugger. Just let anybody know she's a hugger. That's awesome. And they <laughs> they have the great footage of the video of me dropping my bike in front of Maggie's diner. <laughs> there in Madrid. Yep. Yeah, I I really hadn't heard at all much. Well, I drop it all the time, but that I dropped it actually pulling in that time. Why are you looking at me telling the story? I was there and I was laughing at you. I know they all ran over to help me, and I'm like, oh, it's okay. I can pick it back up. I'm used to it. Yes, she's really good because she's the person that will get on the bike put the kickstand up and they're like, Oh, I need to get this and get off the bike and not put the kickstand back down. All done it. Oh yeah. I've been through Madrid once. Actually I think twice. Yeah. Well she Dudley right in Maggie's diner, so <laughs> it's actually I'd say probably five <laughs> hours from my house. But yeah, I don't know. We got all these stupid stories of stupid stuff we do all the time. So, have you guys spent much time on the West Coast? Uh, we just did uh, six months out six there. Six months out there. Whereabouts? Albuquerque. We stayed in Albuquerque, but we rode. We went out on 101 and rode down 101. Went to the Redwood Forest. Uh, we did Zion all the way around the Grand Canyon, Kingsman, Arizona, yep. Colorado. I remember Bakersfield? Yeah, big went through Bakersfield, California. She hated it because of the wind. Um, but there's, I mean, there's so many more places that we want to go. It just, it'll have to be next go around. So, how far north did you guys get when you were on the west coast? Uh, um, the, is it the Columbia Gorge? Yeah, 
Yeah, we okay. followed the Columbia Gorge all the way out to the coast. There in Washington. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's we, a fucking wind tunnel. Yeah, we went. We actually went into Washington and rode Washington side out to. I think went up. Uh, was that fourteen? I have no. I don't remember. I, we did stop at this castle or something. There was a castle. No, it wasn't a castle. It was a. I thought it was a castle. No, it was the. Oh, There's what? a replica of Stonehenge. Yeah, yeah that was it. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's in uh in Mary Hill, which that is an awesome piece because they built that I don't I don't know the year, but it is a war memorial <laughs> for every veteran that ever lived in Clickitat County, which is a county that it's built in. There are different pillars. You got the Coast Guard, Air Force, Navy, Marines, Army, everything, and there is a brick, you know, tile for every person that lived in that county that served our country that has passed away. It's it's a really cool memorial. Well, if, you know, cool. if anybody ever gets up to Washington and you get up to Mary Hill, it is a really cool place to visit and check out. Yeah, yeah. there's a picture of it where we stopped and then headed on down the gorge. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. It, it is a cool place. I, I've been there once years ago. My dad showed it to me on a trip. And then my wife and I, my kids, we all went to uh, – my boys are playing baseball in Idaho. And I'd left before them when I did a – ride one cane a day i took the bike to idaho and they drove but when they followed me back i took them up to the uh, stonehenge memorial it was really cool to check out but yeah we did that i don't know we there's just... there's so many more places i want to go i want to go to crater lake um i want to go back and see the arches in utah oh that's on nice. my list too is go down to arches and zion canyon reef all um, that yeah, I really wanted to get to that before we left, and we just ran out of time. What was that place, Mount? What? Canyon. Canyon. No, the mountain out there in Washington that you wanted to go to, but we didn't have time. Oh, Rainier? No, the other one. Well, there's Mount Rainier. You got Mount Baker, which is farther north, Mount St. Helens. Mount yeah. St. Helens. Yeah, we, wanted, we were going to try to hit, hit Mount St. Helens, but... Um, we were running out of time. And the fires, the roads were closed down. Yeah, oh, that's right. When we went out there, we were having problems with that. Like we would go down, and then next thing I get alert, you know, road closed because of fires. You have to take a detour. So, yeah, so we had to change our route quite a bit. Yep. Now, but, do you have any any plans of like going to Canada or anything up north? Uh, yeah, we want to go like up to Nova Scotia and ride the uh, Cabot Trail. Go up and ride the Cabot Trail on the island, and we want to go treasure hunt. Dig for buried treasure out on Oak Island. That'd be cool. I don't think they'll let me do it, but by God, I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah, I want to go up through Maine. Um, I've never been up that far in the Northeast, so um, we might try to do it in August, maybe, if the stars align. Well, my idea was is I was just going to take and sketch a bunch of maps that look really old leave them out in the weather and i show up i tell them i have a theory <laughs> i got this theory yeah. stay with me well i mean it's got to be better than the way they do that show so well they always let people in there with crazy theories so i figured yeah they'd be crazy hillbilly with a theory and some old papers with hand-drawn maps i think it's funny like one day they're in the swamp then the next day they're in the hole and they're like oh but we got this other theory you know yeah. the theory is to make me keep watching that's my theory the theory is the Mayans came up here and built a temple and it sunk in the ground and that's the loss of Atlantis and you know. Yeah. So 
Maybe you're onto something. Maybe you should see if you can get on there. That would drive channel views too. I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is just the cover up to Atlantis. The Mayans are the original ones. See, I mean, that's the theories they put on there. Space aliens. I mean, yeah, you could just keep it going for a while. Yeah, I've been research, researching this for the last five miles on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> the last five miles. That's awesome. I opened up my iPhone, and it told me that the treasure's right here. I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah. Almost in Roswell, but we'll be okay. Hey, we've been to Roswell. Yep, we made it through there, too. Yep. I want to go to Roswell so bad. Yeah, well, years we back, I made a trip to Salt Lake City. You know, one of my best friends, he's like my brother. He was actually picking up his dad's original. It was a shovel head. I don't remember the year, but the guy that owned it actually lived in Roswell. And so Salt Lake City was a halfway point. So we drove 16 hours from up here in Port Angeles down to Salt Lake City, found a hotel, and then met the guy at a dealership the next day, loaded up the Harley, and then drove all the way back. That sounds like one of our adventures. Yeah. That sounds like normal life to us, man. You're normal. Well, I told him, I was like, <laughs> I want to ride back to South Dakota just because I want to go back to the restaurant that we went to while we were up there. So I was like, we're just going to have to ride from maybe Kentucky to South Dakota just to have dinner. And then drive back. I don't I'll know what it is about gym. a bike, but you find the best places to eat on a motorcycle. Oh, it's very true. It's because you don't need much area to stop. Whether you see a restaurant or you see a site you want to see, it's very yeah. easy to stop on a motorcycle as opposed to, you know, driving the cage. My philosophy is that looks like a shithole. It wouldn't pass the health department. I bet it's a great place to eat. Oh, it oh, exactly. is. It's always the places you go in and everybody stops and looks at you like, this is where I want to be. If yeah, I look like I don't belong. Fancy restaurant. Yeah, actually. This one was actually fancy. So, nice. Going back to with disruption, I've been banned from picking restaurants. Uh-oh. Because apparently when I pick restaurants, they're fancy. I just look at what the food is. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get me a good steak. I don't know. We have to be in suit and tie, but. <laughs> yeah, you picked really bad that first go around. Ooh. It was terrible. I got fired. Yeah. I'm like, how about a... No, I'm not for the cheeseburger. Yeah, how about, you know, Denny's, White House, something, anything look oh, better? When we were that. <laughs> we love Denny's. On that. Oh, yeah. Moons over my hand. I told him wrong. if we stop at one more Denny's or one more fucking hamburger shop, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I was like, I want to go to Grandma's restaurant. Where's Grandma's? That's the one thing that we try and do when we travel is we don't eat at chain restaurants because it annoys me. We went, where was I? I did a work trip. We went to Texas and the girl was with, like, oh, we need to get a steak. We're in Texas. And we wound up going to like some, I forget what the chain was, but it was a chain they have in Jersey. I'm like, what? No. Like, come on. I want to go I eat did. where the locals eat. Exactly. If you're going that place, yeah, find something that is nothing you've heard of and go eat. Yeah. So our favorite, our favorite place that may not pass the health department seats may be ripped but the steak is good in daytime your toys tell uncle denver you need your toys okay what the hell just happened you better give her some toys she needs her toys everybody told me i better get her her toys okay ready okay there you go 
Go play with your bones. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, what she was saying. Um, Daytona. There's a little steakhouse called Weber's. It's a hole in the wall, but it's the best steak in Daytona. And it's cheap. It's not. It's not real expensive. And then we are ex- we are super excited to try the food truck at um, Cabbage Patch. Okay. So she wants to try the coleslaw wrestling. There you go. <laughs> I mean that that's that's ten thousand views right there. Go for it. I mean, oh, I, really, I want to. I don't care about winning. I kind of just want to do it just to do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, my here's my theory on all this stuff with the rallies. I don't want to be and be like. Oh, you went to the rally. Did what? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I, I don't want to be able to say no. I was a fucking prude and didn't do it. <laughs> so I, I mean, I want to be angry and have good stories. And I'm not gonna complain because I get to go watch all that stuff like a topless Tuesday. It just breaks my heart. Like, I'm not, I'm not the prettiest girl. I don't have a perfect body or nothing like that. But I just don't want to be old and have bad stories. Well, I guess we ever get to Oklahoma, you got to go to the stockyard. <laughs> Dallas face mullets is the best you can get. Is that a restaurant or a bar? Is that where you pick the women up in Oklahoma? The stockyard? You can get a women and you can get a heifer and you're good to go. Ooh. But I don't know. Okay. I, might, I might enter the coastal. I mean, I don't want to win. Like, I ain't even going to try. I just want to go roll around. <laughs> yeah, isn't Bryce supposed to coastal wrestle pro monkey? Shit, yeah, that, that there's live. there's been some talk. Yeah. I think it's yeah. going to be a tag team. It's a three way tag team between me, Pro Monkey, and DeBeard. So I'm not what sure. at the coleslaw? Yeah, I guarantee that's going to be. They've been trying to throw that out. Anyway, I told I told DeBeard. I was like coleslaw wrestling. He's like, oh crap, I got I got to look at this. I didn't know they were having coleslaw wrestling. I'm like, yeah, they're having coleslaw wrestling. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, I feel like if you're at a rally, that should be a given, right? Yeah, like so. If anybody's going to Daytona, the real party is actually like Cackleberry and Cabbage Patch. It's like old school rally. Okay. And then you get the downtown stuff. That's more downtown's more your big wheel baggers stuff like that. Um, That's what Denver pass on that. No, I can't stand them, dude. Denver's gonna get that twenty-two inch big wheel bagger, thirty inch. And you're gonna wake up from a fucking nightmare because it's never gonna happen. Oh no, I can see it. No, fuck. You yeah. got the beard and the Maybe flat head. You, but, uh, you got the I flat rim hat and the Dixon. It. You're in, buddy. It'll never happen. I promise you. Fuck that. It's that might be somebody's style, but that's not my style. I'm more the. I'm gonna build mine for practicality. I mean, I like to tour, I like to ride, and the big wheel baggers just no goddamn fucking thing for me. Hey, you think that's bad? Wait until like a couple weeks after the rally, and they have truck week. Oh my gosh! Oh, the fucking squatted. Yeah, we were twenty inch left in the front. That five in the rear. Yeah, looks like a dog pissing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Carolina squat. Fuck a bunch of that. All right, so so we were riding around with our buddies down there, like yelling crap at them, like they like your dad's gonna get mad if you scratch that truck, stuff like that. And they go in there and tear up the beach. Yeah, locals hate it because they get on the beach and they sink them and tear up the beach and. Because it's a bunch of fucking high school kids with daddy's truck. Oh, yeah. Daddy's money. Yep. 
But yeah, yeah those. that's right, so, Droop. No man wants to be forced to go to Topless Tuesday, said no man ever. <laughs> that's right. That's I a mean, rit- if, if we have to go. I mean, well, that, that's kind of a ritual with us. Well, um, they have Topless Tuesdays and Wild Ass Wednesdays. Yep. So is there any kind of region of the country that you guys haven't been able to kind of explore yet? That you, you know, it's kind of on your list. Northeast is, uh, it's going to be this year. We're going. It, yeah, if we, yeah. If the stars align and everything, and I can take, I want to be able to take a month <laughs> off so that we can go do Sturges and then come back and turn around and do the Northeast. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Go up, ride like Smuggler's Notch. Go up to the main, down one, stuff like that. See what we can hit. Yeah. So got- far. Of all the areas you guys have been to, do you have a favorite region of the country that you really enjoy? Colorado. Colorado. All right. Colorado has been by far my personal favorite to ride and the beauty. I have a problem answering this because the riding's so different in every region. There's great things about everything. No, and that I could understand. But I want to go back and do Pacific 101 myself. Oh, that'd be great. Because I did not, I didn't get to ride that myself. So I really want to go back and do that for me. No, see, when you guys do that, you got to come all the way up to Washington. I mean, from my house, 101 is like a quarter mile. I'm just off 101 up here in Port Angeles because actually 101 is the only, see, when it comes to odd number highways, odd numbers go north and south. 101 is the only highway in the United States where it's an odd number and goes, north, south, east, west. And so when it comes up the Washington coast, it then turns and goes east, west, down the peninsula, and then goes back down what's called Hood Canal, the south end of Puget Sound, and then ties into I-5. And I mean, I've I've done a bunch of riding down 101. I haven't hit California. I've been down through Oregon, but I mean, 101 is a beautiful fucking highway to ride. Even once you get up through Oregon, Oregon is slow because you got all the touristy cities along the, the coast tons of state parks whatnot but it is freaking gorgeous how far you're not that far from canada right Denver? uh no actually if all the trees behind me were cut down i could see canada i'm on the olympic um, peninsula i am uh, seriously 600 yards from the strait of wanda fuca which is between washington and canada so how far are you from alaska then from there if you rode that's a long fucking ways bry Okay, I, don't I, don't I was just asking a question. You have to be aggressive. <laughs> no, it, Jeez. I would bet it's going to send you a damn freaking or 500 map. miles. Well, I had thought about going up that way to work a little bit closer, but I don't want to get involved in all that bullshit. So I just I just haven't took a took a job up there because Oh, I, I understand that. I mean our governor in the state's a fucking pile of shit so i was like i will get my my mouth will get me in big trouble Denver oh, just yeah. became unhinged <laughs> oh hey buddy that that's the shitty thing in washington you're governed by the i-5 corridor a bunch of liberal eating fucking starbucks drinking fucks so... and then you get the other side of the mountains you get east you know west of the i-5 corridor and it's like that little strip is blue and the rest of the state's red, but they unfortunately govern the fucking shit because that's where your population is. So that's, <laughs> that's why I haven't ended up that way. Dallas yet. has a really good question for you, Denver. You want to throw that up? Can you see Russia? From- 
no, that's about fucking 4,000 miles away or 5,000. That's a long way across the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> that's why he says until he sees a U-boat. Yeah. That crap. But hey, I, I will be out there camping on the Pacific Coast next weekend, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Awesome. Look at How you. Right now. Uh, let's see. What's it say? Right now, it's a little fucking chilly. The wind came up. It's, uh, God damn, it says it's 43 degrees right now. But, uh, Wednesday and is supposed to be chilly? 24 at night. Yes, bro. Yeah. That's chilly. All right. Yeah. We all there's don't a, live in a refrigerator. There's a bit of wind blowing, so it's it's fucking chilly outside. We don't live in a refrigerator like bra. 31 here. It's New Jersey. I mean, with the toxic stuff in the water, you're always warm. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I thought you guys pretty much glow green year-round. Don't like, judge me. Yeah, bra lives in such a cold weather that he goes to the refrigerator just to warm up. Yeah. They said, no joke, that New Jersey is the state is the number one state as far as global warming. So I figure, you know, pretty soon it'll be nice. Hey, Drip's got a good point. The Russians yeah, the are Russians are my fans. biggest fans. Yeah. The Russians love me. I'm not sure why. It might be that mail order bride I ordered. I was going to say it was your mail order bride. I mean, she's nice. The shipping was expensive, but, you know. Does Kate know? Kate is from Russia. You didn't know that? I was just curious. I wasn't sure if you know you had that. You know, she was from Russia, but she had to make a stop in Texas. That's the way the flight. That's why I just got that accent. Oh, fuck that detour yeah. layover. Right, gotcha. Yeah, she had a long layover in Texas. Right. 20 years. Yeah, like, you know. Bryce like they call me the machine. The machine. Oh, dude, Burt Kreischer's a shit. <laughs> that dude is funny as hell. So if you guys had a choice anywhere in the world, money's no object. Bikes getting there, logistics are no object. Where you, where would you ride? Alps. The Alps? Okay. I would go take my bike and tear the twisties up and ride the Alps. That would be sweet. See, myself, I, I would love to do North England hit Scotland. Well, I think that would just be awesome. Too, but... I have already been to Scotland. I'm My family originated from Scotland, so it's just like a family reunion. So why do I need to go see more family? Okay, if you were over there, did you hit the Aces Cafe down in England? No. Okay, I was just Well, curious. talk about a tourist trap, though. Come on. Hey, I mean, the Aces Cafe is one of the oldest motorcycle hangouts no, in no. the world. I mean, it was actually a target of the Germans when it came in the in the war. No, but it was cool. huge. The, but what you're talking about, the cool stuff is they still have a shit ton of history over there to go ride and see. That's oh, and, and I totally agree with you. I mean, I would love to go to Scotland. I mean, I'm a big history guy. I fucking love yeah. it. I, you know, I, I want to get down through the south, but my one of my big dreams and goals is I want to ride northern England and I want to get up through Scotland just because I'm a fucking history-loving motherfucker. That's all there is to it. Well, hit up Gareth burning gas hall and ass or hit up Zed, if you can understand Zed what Zed, uh, Zed Zed's actually from the town that, that my family immigrated from. So, like, when I met him, I know exactly what he's saying. And everybody else is like, what the hell? This is like Boomhauer on crack. Like, <laughs> See, and that's where my family originated from, just a little bit north of London. And I've actually found, you know, great relatives that are buried in, in London area. And there's some weird fucking shit. But, you know, it's what it is about family and but no i want to get it over that area big time and drew good point man isle of the man would be awesome to just experience that island even 
I'd love to watch a race over there someday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, I was at Mendenhall, which is London, for a little bit, but I don't know. It's I like it. Like, I mean, I don't know what to say. Well, we got your opinion, but there's you know another opinion there. You know, where would you like to ride? In the bedroom. <laughs> Man, this this took a turn. Jesus, I'm well, offended. I'm triggered. Inaccurate, but <laughs> but okay, YouTube's gonna pull this one. Yeah, this, this video's got no shot. Hang on, Brian. All your all the shows that you're on takes a wrong turn, so you should be used to this by now. Oh, I am. No, I mean anywhere. So, so, uh, there, there's so many jokes here, and I'm trying to be good. So okay, I mind. me too. I, I want to go to Italy. Okay, but I yeah. do the apps too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm down. Just where, wherever, wherever we go is fine with me. I don't care. Yeah, I'll be like, "Woman, well, get in here. We're going." She'd be like, "Yes, sir." Shut up. Or is it yes, daddy? Where's this going? Oh. I'm, really I'm really triggered. Brian, you've been uh, on that other channel. You gotta clear your browser history all the time. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> My for fans only. You know, whatever. Buck twenty oh. bucks is twenty bucks. Hey, there you go. So, hey guys, you know, thank you for coming on doing a mile post of Beach One Life. It's been a lot of fun, kind of hearing your story and you know getting the backdrop. And that's kind of the whole point of my channel is I really like to you know see where people found motorcycles and where it kind of came into life and and how they came upon the journey that they're on. So, thank you guys for taking time out of your night, your day to come on and do an episode. No problem. Yeah, we 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 appreciate you having us on. I know we're a little crazy, but. Oh man, you're just my style. No worries. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. So, hey guys, thank you everybody for tuning in for uh, Mile Post 53. 54 will be coming next week, and we'll be releasing that guest here in the next day or two. So, hey, thank you all for tuning in and coming in. It's been a long, lot of good times, and uh, hey, have fun, ride safe, enjoy that open road. You too.